Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Oi, the boys and girls on Footy Prime on occasion are known to use vulgarities and frankly appalling language. And sometimes the tales can get quite adult in nature. So keep the volume down if there are kiddies around. And thank you for listening. Oh, let's go! Booty, booty, it's time to get this party started. Booty, booty, it's time to get this party started. You know that we are the number one show. So grab your fucking mitts and now it's time to go. Cause it's the booty, booty, it's time to get this party started. It's the booty, booty, it's time to get this party started. With Danny, Jimmy, Greg, and Andy, Jimmy, JC. All we know and all we talk about is booty, booty. It's time to get this party started tonight. You're listening to Footy Prime News and Dubs, your one-stop destination for footy news and dubs. Yeah, that's Amy Walsh. Footy Prime, your almost daily footy fix. That did not happen. It didn't happen. I'm glad to hear it. He wasn't spreading social diseases around uh, around Canada. I'm glad to hear that. Hey, it's Footy Prime, everyone. You know what I think we are? I think we are morning people. Is that true? Could it be? We're morning people. We we record this podcast on most occasions at 8.30 in the morning, for those that don't know. And I think our morning shows are better than our evening shows. Don't you? Dan Wong, JC, Craig Forrest, Amy Walsh, Jimmy Brennan. I don't yes. know. I d- <laughs> Go ahead, JC. Yes. The end. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. That was Footy Prime for another Friday. We'll see you <laughs> Monday, everyone. I Jeez. think you're disproving the morning person I think argument so, <laughs> with the rousing response to your question. Uh, JC had an opening for the Flaccid Four. Oh, oh no. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on, hold on, hold on wait, wait, wait. I, gotta, I have a better way for us to listen to it. Oh. Did you did you practice last night? Were you on the StreamYard practice session? Uh, well, I was on the computer practicing something. Oh, that's uh, so just, weird. I was wow, wow. streaming something. Uh, well, listen, I, I think yeah. we should roll it in a little bit later because we, we'll start off the show today just uh, riffing through some stories, some news. Oh. And then prior to actually starting the Flaccid Four, shall we do it then? Does that make sense? Sure. Yeah, that makes yeah? total sense. Okay. Yeah. Let's do that, shall we? Um, I just want to, because we'll probably forget this. I often have things we need to announce and then we run out of time, especially on Fridays. So I thought I'd announce it off the top today that, uh, next week, major league soccer kicks off. 
and we're all very excited. And we've got a ton of MLS content next week. Uh, we've got special pods, in fact. We've got a, a special pod next Tuesday uh, with Paul Dolan talking all things MLS. We have um, a special with John Molinaro of tfcrepublic.ca, which will be a weekly event. Jimmy, myself, and JMO talking Toronto FC. Dubs, you also have a, a Montreal geared podcast as well yes in the works things pieces left to be confirmed but yep and then a, a broadcast as well next and a week with, with, yeah. a, with a special guest yes a special guest is it craig <laughs> no is it jimmy special? <laughs> no a very important guest good and we're also working on a vancouver specific podcast as well whitecaps so next week is a ton of MLS, and these are these are special separate podcasts to your usual free prime podcasts. And I'm thinking also next week we're going to officially have a hard launch of our <laughs> podcast, of our uh, website. Yeah, we're excited mm. about all of it. We had a very flaccid launch this week, mm -hmm. and uh, it's, so it it's shouldn't be a launch. Good. The only launch that should exist is a hard launch. <laughs> hard launch, not the flaccid launch. It's not true. It. Get in there. That's not true. I've had flaccid <laughs> launches. <laughs> sometimes like you have one too many glasses of wine they look like this right well, it's like that little balloon that doesn't get blown up the whole way that just kind of yes. rolls along the ground yeah who wants doesn't that go in there, but just rolls <laughs> it's yeah. a little balloon though isn't it that? and a really yeah. sad little noise too you know the gas station wavy man too it's kind of like that you know the gas i really come. like those guys <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, that's coming next week, so to speak. <laughs> so yeah, next it's week's a, a big launch. week. For us. It's a huge yeah. week for us next week. <laughs> uh, so yeah, stay tuned for more information on that. You can find out more on our social channels. Uh, but yeah, we're excited. We've been tinkering around with the the website all week, and we think we're at a good place to start, and it will evolve and grow. Uh, but we'll. <laughs> But we'll start. <laughs> that, that, that just came out, so to speak, again. I did not mean to say that. Uh, and then next Thursday, actually, we're going to have an in-person podcast for the first time in a while, including dubs. We're having our uh, Footy Prime Summit next Thursday, uh, where we'll discuss the future. Uh, and then we're going to record a podcast. And then we're going to get drunk. So, or maybe <laughs> we'll get drunk before us. in that order. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Meeting, podcast, drinking. You decide the order. I hope it's as good as the last one we did. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. We achieved so much, didn't we, Jimmy? Yeah, loads. <laughs> I walked away from that so goddamn confused. It was ridiculous. <laughs> and full of Chinese food. <laughs> and full. Yes. That was or if you're me, just food. I vote we do it live. <laughs> do the meeting live? The summit? Yes, the summit. Do the summit live. Hmm. And so then the show recorded. Home. Stream, yeah, stream the, stream the episode live. That could be, yeah, that's not a bad idea, you know. It could be career-ending or it could be <laughs> amazing. Right. Yeah. High risk, potentially high well, reward. We are putting together an agenda, though, aren't we, Wonga? We are. It's already started. I'll be sharing it early next week. So we'll be ticking off items as we've discussed them. So there'll be less chaos, hopefully. So I think it'll make for some great content. <laughs> That'd be fucking horrible live. Who would want to watch us in a business meeting? It's the Plus, worst thing ever. Yeah. You just took all the air out of it, Charms. It was I like know. sounding exciting, and you're like, we've got an agenda, <laughs> and we're going to tick shit off as we're going. People are like, ooh. <laughs> Flaccid. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
Maybe it's a terrible idea after all. Yeah, but we'll do a podcast anyway in person. We'll see how that does because have we done an in-person podcast with the six of us before? I don't think so. Yes, we have. No, because Jimmy was in town but remote, remember? I was there in person. Oh, fucking Jimmy right. couldn't show up. <laughs> right. More remember that, Jimmy? Remember? Where was I? I don't yeah. know. I think you had a match, actually. You were calling a match. No, Does that make sense, Dubs? No. He just oh. didn't show. It was the day after a match. <laughs> no, that's not true. Something was up. <laughs> I wouldn't just show not show up. Something obviously was going on. Hmm. They'll come back to me. <laughs> yeah, it's super important. Yeah. Um, you're not calling the games now, eh, Jimmy? What's going no, on? No, I'm calling nothing. Absolutely nothing. Just getting screwed over. Like on Wednesday. <laughs> Wednesday, what, the reason why I wasn't on the show, and a lot of people reached out, so that was nice that they did. They were concerned. And I was at the orthodontist in the morning. Now, I went to the orthodontist with my daughter, and I walked into this place, and it was unbelievable like i mean beautiful i got into the reception they had a beautiful coffee machine they had video games they had a big ice cream fridge was it pink champagne and ice it it was ridiculous right (laughs) ridiculous so i go to the the receptionist and i'm like okay hi i'm I'm here for my daughter yeah uh can you just go over here and check in on the wall this big computer that you type in your name and all the dates come up and click okay i'm in she goes perfect you can sit down and really i was like well then what's the point of having you if i've got to go over here to check in and do everything so then i go sit down and then they call my daughter we go into the back you should have seen this right not cubicles not little rooms all wide open just all these dentist chairs or whatever they're called all the way along and everybody's walking around with the same shirts on same pants on and it was it was like it was like a jiffy loop. You know, when you drive your car in and everybody's all over the place and all the cars, everybody's all open, but 10 times cleaner. Anyways, my daughter's sitting there. My daughter's sitting there, right? And we're just having a conversation. Woman's like, okay, we got to put these elastic spacers in. I was like, yeah, fulfill your boots, do whatever you got to do. And then all of a sudden this woman comes over and she's like, hello, Mr. Brennan. I went, hi, how are you? She goes, obviously dad. And I said, yes. She goes, okay, if you want to come with me, we'll talk about the finances. I said, talk about the finances, what? She takes me into the back. Now I feel like I'm in a car dealership. My daughter's getting a service. I'm in the back here now, <laughs> right? And I'm sitting at the table and she goes, okay, I've put a little plan together for you. Um, and here's a couple of options. And if you'd like to have a look, away you go. So I take the paper and I'm looking. I was like, ah, sorry, love. There's a couple of zeros there. <laughs> too many, too many. What's going on here? She goes, no, no, no. That's what it is. And she's pushing it back towards me, the paper. And I'm kind of trying to push it back towards her. <laughs> no, this, that's not fucking right here. Comes back again. I look, I'm going, this says $7,000. Mm-hmm. She goes, yes. I was like, what is my, my daughter getting fucking gold grills in, like on her teeth? What, what's happening here? She, she was getting the rust proofing. Yeah. <laughs> so get the rust proofing. Right? And I'm like, Jesus Christ. So anyways, figure this all out. And she goes, okay, thank you very much. We'll see your daughter next week. She's got to come in and get the rest of the stuff. I was like, yeah, okay. She goes, in uh, on your way out, feel free to grab a coffee, grab an ice cream, whatever you like. Okay, yeah, yeah, no problem. As I'm walking out, I'm like that to my daughter. Do you want ice cream? She goes, no. I said, well, you're going to go grab a handful of those ice creams now. She's like, what? Like, go grab all the ice cream you can. I'm going to go grab some ice cream. I'm going to get some coffees. We're going to take some waters. They got juice. Grab the juices. 
He's like, what? I said, we just we just spent seven thousand dollars. We're getting our fucking money's worth here. So grab whatever you can as we leave. <laughs> I got in the car. I couldn't believe it. You have to call fifty games for that, huh? You have to call fifty games for that. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> you think you got the, uh, the the ex-football attacks? They realized you know who you were and thought this guy's just flush. He's rolling in it. He can afford no, this. Not a, not no, a, no. Does that happen? She, do you think in this, football? This it woman, must happen. This, right? woman, this woman was all business. She didn't give a fuck who who I was or anything. She just no. Here it is. There's the money. Let's go pay. Okay. <laughs> Well, so that was my people. that was my Wednesday morning. Hmm. So why did you miss the evening? What was the evening? Wasn't well, that how we started this conversation? The soccer, the, oh, the soccer, soccer match. match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I think it was why we missed Wednesday's pod. That's why I missed no, it's Wednesday. why you missed the game on Wednesday, wasn't it? No, Wednesday's pod. No. Wednesday's pod. Oh, okay. Confused. okay. I'm confused. <laughs> about that, yeah. I'm confused. Um, okay, yeah. Well, we're sorry. Beginning when I said there was, this is the reason why I miss Wednesday. Thank you. Everybody. No, I missed that part entirely. I was probably yeah, thinking about. I heard that. I thought you meant Wednesday because of the uh, you weren't calling the game, but mm. now I understand you were going into uh, poverty. Below <laughs> the poverty line. Well, it started <laughs> yeah, off with you saying, right? <laughs> what was that sound? Oh, it's Jimmy falling below the poverty line. That's right. <laughs> Lower than a snake's belly right now. It's ridiculous. <laughs> Birdie was great though. He was, yeah, he was yeah. really good. He added a tremendous amount to the conversation. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure he did. Well, no, no, you definitely weren't missed. Uh, okay, so. <laughs> I missed yeah. that. What did he say? Uh, Jimmy said he could replace me. Oh, right. <laughs> He's a good backup, though, isn't he? He very much. 30 so, for yeah. sure. He absolutely is. All right. Um, so we're, we're flying through the show already. I want to quickly talk about the, the big game this weekend, though Man City against Chelsea. Yeah, it's tonight. Any further tonight? Is it? Is it Friday? Yeah. Is yeah, it big battle, top of the table? Is it Friday encounter? Man City against Chelsea. Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah, Kings Meadow. I did my research in this game and didn't realize it's tonight. No, wow. it's because there's a matching fixture in the WSL: Chelsea versus Man City. And the women get the prime time on the weekend. Yeah, they get no. They get Friday, and the men play tomorrow. Oh, I'm just fucking with you, Sherms. You're just fucking with me. Yeah, you yes. really are. Yes. Well, which one do you want to talk about? The the women's game or the men's game? Ooh, we can talk about both. I think okay. for, for the women, I think Chelsea looked as if they were not faltering a bit, but not quite as dominant. And the last time these two teams uh, played one another, they were matching red cards. Alex Greenwood and, and Lauren Hemp, um, I think, got red carded. Um, but I think uh, in the absence of Sam Kerr, I think, uh, do you remember who Sam Kerr is, Charms? <laughs> it's so yeah, funny. I know. Lauren Never James funny is, kind of way. is playing really well. Chelsea is, I think, 22 games undefeated at Kings Meadow. Um, but City's pushing. So this is, I think, going to determine not necessarily who finishes first, but they're thir 13 games in. And um, it's, it's a huge clash at the top of the table. And Maya Ramirez, who comes over from Levante, she played for Colombia, number Ramirez, number nine for, for Colombia during the Women's World Cup. She's tremendous. Ashley Lawrence actually assisted on a goal at the death in the, in the FA Cup last weekend. Two Ramirez, great back heel. So she adds more threat um, attacking-wise. Um, so, yeah. So that is the lead-in to the Premier League clash of the same teams. Would you say that game has, has more chutzpah to it than the men's version, given Chelsea's mm -hmm. very mediocre season so far? I would say. 
Although it was 4-4 back in November, Craig. Yeah. Between these two. Remember that great match? Now, City are, are on a roll at the moment. Yeah, they're conceding goals. They've won 11 straight games, though, overall, including that Copenhagen victory in the Champions League. That They were getting healthy. They're now missing missing a couple of players. Um, but given that, and given Chelsea's inconsistent season, right? I mean, City are obviously the favorites in this one, Craig. Um, what do you expect to see? Well, I think that, you know, with Chelsea playing a little bit better, I, I think uh, it'll be interesting to see how this goes. But Man City really coming into their own, I believe, at the end of the season. And I think we'll expect to see that. Pep usually gets them bang on at this time of the season. And uh, it'll be a potential banana skin for, for uh, Man City for sure. But playing at home, they should be okay. Jimmy? No, I agree with Craig. I mean, when we talked a while back about who's going to win the table, I mean, Dax was the first one to say Man City's going to do it, and they're going to – they get there and they, they know how to win, especially this time of the season. That's when they really start to, to gel and pick up the points and move up the table. And I don't see Chelsea being a, a problem for them at all, especially being at home. Um, considering the time of year. I think before Christmas, you'd probably be going, oh, you know, it might be a little bit of a tough match for them. But now when you start coming towards the end of the season, this is when they they really ramp things up because they know what's at stake. The bookies agree. Uh, TonyBet.ca have City as minus 278 favorites. You can get Chelsea at plus 680 if you're, if you're thinking about the, uh, the shocker there. Did you see that Chelsea are, are now after Brighton's head of recruitment, Sam Jewell? Now, this is after they signed uh, Paul Wynn Stanley from Brighton last year. He is their director of global talent and transfers, but they need to get ahead of recruitment as well. I don't know what the difference is. Craig, do you remember having a, uh, a director of global talent and transfers at Ipswich or at West Ham? <laughs> that was a woman that Jimmy spoke to at the orthodontist yesterday. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Yeah. No, not quite. Not quite. A little bit different back in the day. Jesus. That'd be a good job, though. I like that. Yeah. I mean, you probably get fly around the world, business class, exotic locations, right? And then you hire yeah. someone beneath you to do all the work. It's a bit like a, like a dentist and a dental technician, right? All the dirty work. Is what the the, the the hygienist, sorry, I should say. Yeah. They do the dirty work, and then in comes you know the the big time Charlie with the uh, the drills to do all the cool stuff. <laughs> and he just sticks that little thing in your tooth and goes, "Oh yeah, we have something in the P five, oh, and, <laughs> P5. and seven, and seven <laughs> R six. Fuck off. <laughs> That's two thousand dollars in my pocket. Thank you very yeah. much. <laughs> Isn't it dentistry that has the uh, the highest rate of suicide it is right i think so highly stressful job i guess it's podcasters actually yeah going back to chelsea though right they've they keep going after brighton and meaning that they're going at they go after the brighton players they go after all the brighton coaching staff now they want the brighton recruitment like it's not working. Leave Brighton alone. <laughs> it's but it's because it's working so well at Brighton. They're like, we want some of that. Brighton should just keep going, hey, keep doing what you're doing. We're yeah, getting better. You're getting worse. 
It's so true. I mean, Roberto Zerbi is just waiting for the next offer, isn't he, as well? They're losing him at some point. Good chance yeah. this summer. But they'll, you know what? They're so smart, though, especially, you know, having their director of global talent and transfers. He is looking right now for the next manager. They know who it is, in fact. I bet they know who the next manager is going to be and who the next uh, head of recruitment is. They've got that all sorted out. They've got a pipeline coming from the darker reaches of, of the football world where mm. this, this hot better talent lies. They're smart. Whereas Chelsea just spend, oh, they're doing well. Let's get them in. And what I don't get is they've made all these signings, Chelsea, right? The last, what, year or so. This crazy era for the club and for football. All the money they've spent. And now they're bringing in the head of recruitment. What if he says, yeah, I don't like what you've done. I'm going to sell. Sorry, Enzo. You, you haven't cut it. I'm going to sell you for 80 mil. And you, Casado, no, not working out. Bye. Conor Gallagher's been lit with Spurs right now. It's a it's a weird club, isn't it, Craig? Yeah, but eventually they'll get it right. You keep spending like they are, eventually you're gonna get it right. No worry there. Do you think they'll bring Mourinho back? Ooh. For the what, the third time? For the third time. No. I was watching a thing, a few of the fans were calling for him. Really? Don't they remember how it ended last time? It didn't end well last time. No, but he gets right. results. Although he is everywhere right now in the media, isn't he? He's putting his face and his voice out there. Hey, guys, I'm still here. He said uh, the Roma firing was the most painful for him. Yeah, it was. He said the fans that, hated uh, it. Hate, yeah. The fans didn't want him to go. No, he did some good things there, obviously. Yeah, won him a trophy. First time in, what, 40 years or something? Mm-hmm. He was linked to, uh, there was an article, and I have no idea if this is real or not, but linked to Bayern. Too. And I was like, yeah. oh, that's interesting because Bayern fires their manager when they're in first place last year, uh, brings in Tuchel, and now Tuchel's, you know, I, I don't know what it's like to be, a, to Jimmy's point, being a, a manager just waiting to be fired all the time. That must be tough in your soul, though, eh? Yeah. Holy shit. It's, it's, for me, it's also the managers that win things. Wasn't, mm-hmm. wasn't one of the Bayern managers won, won the trouble? And got fired. Yeah. And, he had, yeah. and then what was it? Uh, what was his name? From Chelsea. Who won Champions League and got fired. Mateo. Roberto Di Matteo. Won the Champions mm-hmm. League. That's get, gets fired from Chelsea. It's like, what do you have to do? Like you are, are you, you're hired to go win things, win championships. You go win championships and then you still get fired. You're like, what's the point? Well, you've been in the boardrooms. What's it like dealing with those egos of ownership? Uh, yeah, that's true. Some, some are, some are very good and some are just ego driven and they want change all the time. And they, they don't allow teams to, or clubs to, to grow and understand that, that sometimes it is a process. It does take time. And, but they want, they want uh, success right away. And sometimes you can't get success right away. It takes time to build. Or if you Probably. lose four five, six games and you're, you're looking at, the exit door pretty quickly. Doesn't matter when that five or six games come, but when it comes, chances are you're out the door. Well, look at look at Rooney, fifteen games out. He's in a box, yeah. by the way. Did you see that? He, he's talking to some uh, some some big fights coming up. He wants to be on the undercard and get into boxing. He still has ambitions to get back into football, but in the short term, he might be putting the gloves on. How great would that be? I'd watch that. I'd pay that. Well, we yeah. saw him go down hard when he was doing it in his kitchen. That's right. Yeah, he got knocked out. 
<laughs> really? I didn't see that. Phil Bosley. Phil Bosley, his mate, wasn't it? Phil Bosley. Yeah. yeah they They're yeah. sparring in the kitchen, and uh, Rooney throws a punch, and Bosley gets out of the way of it, comes up with a left, and just fucking flush down he goes. <laughs> like like yeah. down Drops. he goes. It, he actually could. He nearly hit the uh, the bar stool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can YouTube. see a Wayne Rooney it's just pop. Okay. Like, We'll find Rain that maybe it's, it's the kind of thing we could put on our blog, hey, isn't it? Huh? Yeah, on the website. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Rooney so, so get into shape. He that got dropped by by Phil Bosley, and then the next uh, game he played, he scored a goal, and he goes up to the corner flag and starts sparring with it. Oh, it's okay, amazing. It was and really then he went good. Out. So see, that I know <laughs> that reference. I know. I just didn't know. Excuse mm-hmm. me. What came before that? Yeah. That's no, pretty cool. But yeah, getting in shape that'd be the yeah, that'd be a show that some network could jump on. Getting Waza in shape, they can call it, and mm-hmm. then building up to this fight because he would get in shape pretty quickly, right? As, as much as he's let himself go, he was a professional athlete, and he's still young enough to get in shape. That'd be something I'd watch. I'd watch it too. Yeah, yeah. Oh, here it is. Here's the. Um, <laughs> this is amazing. This is, I think, around Christmas time, isn't it? Oh shit! <laughs> it was. Wasn't it, it was a short right to his chin, wasn't it? Let's see. No, left, oh left job. God. And then he peed his pants. His so that's like, what happens is you pee your pants when you get knocked unconscious. Or when you drink too much, you pee your pants. But, but Phil Bosley you was known. Too? You do. Sometimes. You do? I've never done oh that. My God. Actually, or peed myself come to that. Have you you've done both? There's lots of things I've done. I don't know why I've done them. <laughs> Don't judge Wonger. Yes. <laughs> I, I'm a unicorn. Just be happy I'm around. <laughs> but sorry, back to Phil Bosley. He was known for being um, a pretty handy with the Mets. I think he used to mm-hmm. box when he was younger, as did Rooney. I think the Rooney's, his family's got some boxers in them as well. Rooney yeah. looks like a boxer. Like that's he a does. DNA boxer face. But he looks like a boxer, like from the UK. He's not very good, but is a yes. journeyman who, who's yeah. boxed for years, but has like a, a 15 and 15 record. Yep. Yeah. Had some big fights, but never punches. won them. Yeah, yeah. they're buddies. Really they're drunk. They're buddies. Yeah, yeah. He yeah. actually yeah. looks like the the big guy that Brad Pitt fights. Is it in uh, Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels, or is it in uh, in the other one in Snatch, Snatch, where he's the guy's like gigantic and he's got a thick neck and a really wide face? That's mm. what that's what Wayne Rooney looks like. Have you watched the uh, the Tyson Fury series? The reality TV, him and his family. And it's, it's actually quite, yeah. quite obviously absorbing. That's probably the wrong word to what to use, yeah. but it was, I, I, it was a page turner as far as a, a reality yeah. series is. It was pretty good. Anyway, I watched, listen, I think we should. Sorry, uh, I watched the Steve Nash documentary last week. It's on Prime, and it's only up to I think it's just when he's about to go to L.A. and then they pick it up. But Martin Nash is interviewed two or three like there's two or three clips of martin ash which was coincidental because we just met i just met martin ash at that Concacaf fifa conversation so that was interesting hey by the way forrest forrest and i had a conversation yesterday we had a good chat and we found something interesting out yesterday about a player carlos kaiser and you've got to look this individual up played 10 years of professional football for some top top clubs but didn't play one game. Really? An absolute con man, this guy. <laughs> like, unbelievable. Like, this guy, he got close to playing once, and he was like, what do I do? 
So he picked a fight with a guy in the fan in the stands and got a red card. So he didn't <laughs> have to play. But he actually went back to some of the clubs. Like he was at Flamingo. Yeah. And five years later, he he resigned for them again. Like this guy just bounced all over the place and he would con them into actually he was a footballer and that he then went over to France and played over there and him and his buddy <laughs> took pictures of him and set up another contract and this went on for 10 years but i don't get it for us like you I mean you're gonna get found out pretty quick if on on the training pitch like how do you manage that how do you get away with that for so long this injury he was like an injury he was injured all the time so he's always like oh i can't quite do this can't do that look look it up it I'm is just reading about Carlos Kaiser right now, and it says Carlos Enrique Raposo, commonly known as Carlos Kaiser, is a Brazilian con artist and former footballer who played as a striker. Although his abilities were far short of professional standard, he managed to sign for numerous teams during his decade-long career. This guy's awesome. Yeah, this could be a movie in this. So this is yeah. pre-internet. You know, you know when you I go guess. down, longer, yeah. when you go down and look at all the teams that he played for, have a look. Yeah, zero appearances, zero goals. And he's got it just, there's just a row of them. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, it's See, I want to find it's, out. It's I want to know internet. how this conversation happened and how you two came to this. So Jimmy, Jimmy calls <laughs> Craig, Craig calls Jimmy. Yeah. How did this come up? I've had a three way with those two. Yeah. It's not no, the I, easiest I, conversation. I heard about this guy and I was like, there's no way. So I looked Speaking it up. Of soft lunches. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> And then we had a field day with it. We must have been laughing for about an hour. Like, imagine <laughs> this guy, especially like you've never played. You know you, you don't belong there, but you're picking up a wage, and all of a sudden you're on the bench, and the manager goes, all right, let's go. Carlos, you're in. And you're warming up on the sideline, and you're thinking, <laughs> fuck, I cannot go in. What do I do? And then it's just panic mode. What would you say? Just jumps over the fence and starts fighting a fan to get sent off. <laughs> I can't, I can't it, right? imagine. Yeah, I can't imagine living that way. And like, also, his teammates must have fucking known, right? Yeah, just South America. Like you can suss that out pretty quick, right? That is somebody it? is claiming they can do shit, and you're like, no, you can't. Yeah, right? yeah. apparently, it, like he was making friends with like all the the, the better players and and with the doctors and the physio he just had personality yeah mm. you get journalists to write really positive articles about him when he was in France also oh, he wasn't just in South America he was around the world yeah he went over to France and signed with a second division team for a while cuz his mate was over there mm-hmm. remember the guy at Southampton the soon Ali Ali Die what's his name again yeah Ali Die I Ali think that Dye, was right yeah and he was supposed to be the cousin of uh, the former best player in the world from Africa. What's George Weah. George Weah. I think there was some connection with George Weah. And Sunis signed him, and he actually got on the pitch. I think he was subbed on, subbed off. Like, he was just shit. <laughs> <laughs> but Sunis at Southampton actually signed him. And he he had hamstring pull. In the Premier League. Gotta come off. It's, it's a great story that is. As soon as talks about it really well, they he had them all conned, and then they were yeah. astray. This guys can't do it. Do you remember Harry Redknapp uh, preseason? I think it was. Um, I think it was West Ham, Craig. I think maybe it was Portsmouth or Southampton. I think it was West, West Ham. Ham. Yeah, they were playing in a preseason game, and some fan was just berating the players and Harry. You know, you can't do it. You're terrible. Serios, yeah. you know, fuck this. You want to fucking play? So Harry brought this fan down. Got him a pair of boots and made him go out onto the pitch and yeah. play. Is that a great story? And clearly, this guy was—you well, can you just picture it, can't you? 
Yeah. And uh, yeah, one of them, like, fucking, I could do better than these. What the fuck? And he goes, oh, really, can you? Here's a pair of boots. What size are you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, great stories. I love them. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Uh, hey, listen, we should really get to uh, the Flesset 4. Sound good? JC, shall we roll it? Okay, here it goes. The hottest takes on the hottest questions from the hottest team in sports. This is the Sorry, not tonight, honey. <laughs> Oh, just, you know, we, we, we tasked JC to change the song and he's done it for us a week later. Typically brilliant from JC. Um, it's going to break his heart when we tell him we're going down to three questions. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> What's it going to be called? Uh, I don't know. I think Flesset 4 works. I think it works. All right. Shall we get right to it? Sure. All right. Let's get right to it. We'll start with the, uh, the supporters. Okay. Supporters ha- have, as usual, come through with a great question. Um, last week, uh, the crew discussed Quebec's plan to replace Montreal's Olympic Stadium roof at a cost of $870 million. What's the most expensive or most ridiculous thing you've seen a teammate or a workmate buy? Okay. Um, let's start with you, Dubs. Okay. Um, I think this is going to be underwhelming because let's be honest, we had no money back then. <laughs> there was nobody who was high rollers who was interested in, in, in Roy Keane's words and in pens and cars and fucking clothes. Right. Um, so <laughs> yeah, who buys a fucking pen? <laughs> <laughs> and I actually, I remember, uh, Brittany Timko one time being like, what are you doing with your per diem? I'm like, what do you mean? What am I doing with my per diem? We got like $27 or whatever it was. Like, I'm going to get myself a coffee. And she's like, I'm saving him all my money. I'm like, good for you, Brit. I'm going to buy myself a fucking coffee. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> anyway, so the the funniest thing or most ridiculous, I think, is when Carolina Marace was the coach and we we're over in Rome. And I I was tasked with leading a warm-up. And so I told everybody beforehand, but not the coaching staff, that they had to go out and get like the most ridiculous 80s garb ever 
So we got like fluorescent stuff. I was wearing tights with like the the unitard that went over top it, but was like a thong on top of the tights and the headband and the wristbands and everybody like high ponytails, side ponies and everybody dressed up and we did kind of 80s aerobics as our warm up and, and surprised the coaches. So that was the most ridiculous thing was the when we we're in Rome 80s aerobics warm up. It's it's great. It's so sad that I'm giving you 10 points for it. <laughs> yes. It really is. There right there is the uh the the difference between the men's game and the women's game. Right? Mm-hmm. Pens to headbands. Yeah. Love it. 10 points dubs very good. All right, uh JC well, so one of the craziest things I ever did. I mean, I, I was. I mean, I don't want to try to top anybody, but uh, last, oh, I guess it was over a, about a month ago or so. I was uh, out in Chinatown, you see, and I had a hankering for some noodles. Boy, oh boy, did I ever! So I went to uh, three different shops and got three different kinds of noodles. What? Yeah, I know. I got a wonton noodle soup, and then I got rice noodles from New Ho King, and then I got uh, uh, spicy beef chow mein from New Ho or no from somewhere else but either way all three noodles and i sat in my hotel and i just ate all the noodles and then i threw up <laughs> no, don't, don't, can you picture jc when when jc tells me these stories i picture jc like skipping down the street with a big smile on his know. Face, you know, into the store <laughs> hey how you doing like cosmo grima bit like that you know yeah, yeah totally. that's me i love that uh, eight points <laughs> <laughs> all right to the footballers, there's going to be their former Premier League footballers, professionals, you know, TFC captain, you know, almost 20 years in English football. Correct. All right, JC, uh, JC, Jimmy, what is the most ridiculous thing you've seen a teammate spend money on? Uh, well, there's two. Um, one, probably when we were at Norwich and we we're struggling a little bit, and Phil Marine pulled up in a Ferrari. And I was like, Mullers, what are you doing? He goes, I've always really, I've, I've always wanted one, and I got a good deal on this. I'm like, Mullers, we're, we're about to get fucking relegated. You think, you think you should be buying this right now? Yeah, but I've, I've really, I really like it. I always wanted one. All right. Good luck then. And I, I, was, I made sure as well that I was pulling in behind him as he was pulling in. And I could see the manager's face at the time. He was fuming, fuming. And then the other time was me. When I was in Toronto, I had my condo downtown. I, got, I, I bought a, a boat, right? A boat? <laughs> a boat? <laughs> Yeah, not a yacht, but a boat, right? I love how he's gesturing with his hands like it's a, a fish you caught, but you're talking about a boat. It was a nice, <laughs> little, nice little boat, right? It was called the, it was a Durrell Citation. So it's a nice, nice size, good little boat. Got it for, because I was, I always wanted one. And uh, anyways, I, I got this boat. I had to go out on Lake, Lake Huron to get it, brought it all the way back, put it in the marina. And about five days later, I'm sitting out in my balcony, just having a cup of coffee and I'm sitting with a with a friend and I'm looking down and I'm like, is that my boat? And he's like, that's that's your boat. My boat is like this now, half under the <laughs> <laughs> The fucking guy put the boat together with wood screws. Right? So oh, the boat was leaking, filling up with water and it was stuck like this. I've only been at the marina for like a week, not even. And already my boat's half underwater. I'm trying to fit in with all these people. Hey, boat people, you know, doing the waves and all that kind of stuff and starboard and doing all my, my knots. And <laughs> you got taken. That's great. Yeah, so my boating uh, boating career didn't last very long. Is that yeah, why you have such a soothing hat on? Yeah. Is that why you have such love for a below deck? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, your great aspirations to be uh, below deck. 
Yeah. Running, just... running uh, luxury charters yeah. in Lake Huron. All right, 10 points, Jimmy. That's great. Uh, Craig? I'll go the opposite of the Ferrari. Frank Gallup, he never really cared about having really nice cars. And he, he had an Austin Marina. And pretty ugly-looking car. Green, sort of that British racing green. And his two mates, Randy and Grant, came over from Vancouver, and he picked them up at the hotel on his Austin Marina. But they're inside the hotel, and they come out. So they're walking toward the car. I'm like, Frank, professional football, you're doing all right. He's parked in between a Jag and a big Range Rover. And he's like, no, 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 those aren't mine. I'm the one in the middle. And by the way, you got to get in the pass. You got to get in the driver's side door because I had an accident, and the, the passenger door doesn't open. <laughs> <laughs> and these Austin Marinas are just oh my god! You couldn't imagine like a bigger piece of shit. And the yeah. same car he had. There's a Dutch guy that was driving, and he he drove with clogs, and he's driving Frank. <laughs> Wait, he's what? Drove with clogs. Dutch people have called clogs. They yeah. don't wear really wear clogs, do they? <laughs> Oh, yeah. This guy's wearing clogs and he's driving Frank's Austin Marina and he got it stuck between the, the gas pedal and the brake and the clutch and everything else. And Frank says he's sitting there and he goes, I, I, I look down to change the radio station and all of a sudden we were bouncing off houses. He goes, off one house, across the street, off another house, cleaning out cars. He cleaned out like three or four cars and hit two houses in Frankie's Austin Marina. That was the end of it. Clog. <laughs> that's ridiculous well, to our points the clog story at the very least you know I mean that's ridiculous my, my granddad had a Austin Marina <laughs> you said he was, he's had clogs <laughs> yeah, strange, my man. grandfather was Dutch and he had clogs yeah, <laughs> I, can, I can still smell that car I love that car I think it was a deluxe though I, I, Frankie was a, you know it's an Austin Marina deluxe so it had right. FM radio too <laughs> <laughs> deluxe. there was no FM back then uh, okay, Wunger, stupidest thing you've seen someone spend money on. So a few years back, uh, a few mates and I started a podcast, and we brought this <laughs> one guy on, and he's telling a story. And the story is he gets divorced, but the, what he's fighting about with his ex is property on the moon. <laughs> and it, this guy's name is uh, Jim Brennan. Total, total dick, but Two brilliant, acres. brilliant foresight. Two acres of moon real estate. And I thought that was the most, the biggest waste, or perhaps one of the smartest buys in the history of man. Yeah. So, you Tough know. Tough getting there, but other than that, it's a good piece of land. Well, they're starting it. They're starting anew, right? They're going to be landing on the moon again very yeah. soon. So, Jimmy, uh, you got to better check that where they're landing, Jimmy. Oh, they might, I, you might own I, I watch all the time. Okay. <laughs> all the time it's in listing.ca you go to a real estate website and see i'm on i'm on nasa by the way I, I watch what they're doing and when they're going up there it's all right i know where you're 15, 15 points that really was a stupid thing to buy <laughs> how much well, did you're it not cost invited. you you're not how much invited. did it cost you oh no i can't go to the moon with you jimmy shit no how much did it cost you jimmy at the time no it wasn't much while you're throwing around money for a, a broken boat and 500 bucks an acre. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just a, just a 10 acres. I got it. All right. Uh, mine, I will just say about a year ago, Dan Wong bought a computer for Craig Forrest and it was the worst fucking computer that has ever been made. And it almost ruined this podcast for an entire year. It made it almost unlistenable. 
That's right. I don't know what it cost, but it was too much. It was $650. <laughs> but the new one's much better. Yes. Okay. It's really great to have Craig back. So, yeah, um, what am I getting for that? Give me some points. Uh, you decide, uh, JC, how many points for that one? I'm going to need As you edited. All right. Let's say 10. 10? All right, good. Because <laughs> JC was the one that had to edit Craig constantly. So he knows all about that computer. <laughs> You know what? It was All fun, right. though. I, I really got to know Craig very well. And and his, yeah. Silent pauses. Intimately. Powerful pauses. Yes. Okay, moving on. Um, so that was um, the Supporters Club. We have also delegated this weekend. Don't worry, people. No Craig or Jimmy this week. <laughs> Dubs. Yes. Take it away. Okay. Um, despite scoring 21 goals in all competitions for Benfica this season, Bev Priestman didn't originally name Mimi Alidu to the the Women's Gold Cup roster because she'd been playing, quote-unquote, out of position for club. Mimi plays midfield for Canada, but has been playing a more advanced role to much success with Benfica. So have you ever been overlooked or snubbed despite strong performances or, you know, doing something very, very well for an arbitrary reason? We will start with Forrest. Hmm. Maybe the 86 World Cup team. Oh, good one. Me I was already in England for a couple of years, and the Canadian Soccer Association ignored the calls from Ipswich to maybe you want to have a look at this guy. But it wasn't until 87 that they, had, they did, unfortunately. I love how it was Ipswich who had to say, hey, maybe you want to take a look at this guy. Yeah, and they were the ones that kept telling me they're ignoring you, ignoring us, not returning calls. It's like, oh, wow, some things never change. Craig, had you been called up, would you have started in that World Cup? Hmm. Well, yes. Well, I hope so. <laughs> Who were the goalkeepers <laughs> for Canada in 86? Tina Lachiri, Paul Dolan. We'll ask Dolly about it next week. Craig was ripping <laughs> yeah. you on uh, the podcast. Okay. <laughs> Dolly, if Craig had been in that camp or in that World Cup, do you think he would have started over you? <laughs> Dolly did well, actually. It was one of the, I don't know, he, he was really young at the time. I would have been young too, but he was a little bit older. But we all came some, me, Pat Onsad, and Paul Dolan all really came through the Coquitlam football and soccer system, which is kind of interesting. Was Milan Boyan uh, available too? Yeah, he was like 60 then. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Melan, he's not that old, is he? All right. Um, great, great answer there. Dubs, uh, how many points for that? 10 points. 10 Ooh. points, yeah. That's tough mm. to beat. Wonger. Uh, no. I've deserved every Passover. <laughs> <laughs> or would take, you know, uh, I remember I had a, I got kicked off the track team after we went to the provincials with my relay team because we partied too much. And uh, then we got in trouble in high school, my, my group of friends, for coming up with a new game called Weight Room 21, where we would just dunk on the chin-up yeah. bar, and it caused some holes in the walls. And so um, my, I was up for Athlete of the Year, and basically my, the coach came up to me and said, so Danny, they called me Danny Wong, so Danny, um, 
I hate that minus five points. Oh, yeah, I know. Me too. <laughs> You're not a Danny. No, no, I'm mean, certainly not. I guess I was sometimes. Uh, uh, you, you're not being considered, even though you're nominated, you're not going to win. And I went, yeah, that's pretty much right. <laughs> Sounds <laughs> went, no. about right. So I, you know, other than my dating profile and being overlooked by that um, because of racism, um, <laughs> otherwise, no, I pretty much deserve everything I've gotten, whether it's good or bad. Pretty much that way. Karma, karma goes, flows, and ebbs. So yeah, the answer is no. Strong answer. Thank you. Yeah, I like the uh, confidence. I like the slight cognitive dissonance. Um, <laughs> minus five points for being called Danny. Um, <laughs> eight points. Thank you. I'll take <laughs> eight. Nice. See, I start thinking I'm only going to get five points. So eight points. It's <laughs> yeah, a win. It it's is. a win. Low expectation having motherfucker. Yeah, thank you know you what? Plus one point for your overall good attitude. Dan. Oh, thank you. Yeah, Thanks, nine guys. points. You're up, DC. <laughs> well, back when I used to live in a little town called Springfield, I was uh, playing softball for the local, uh, <laughs> the local power plant in which I was employed. Now, normally, I would have been just – I was – I was having the best season of the year. So I was slugging them balls and they called me home run JC. And then, then the coach and the slash owner of the, of the factory decided, you know what? We're going to get some ringers in. So they got uh, Ozzie Smith. They got Jose Canseco. They got all these famous <laughs> major league baseball players to come in. And there I am for the rest of the season, just sitting on the bench until the very last at bat of the game. Everyone had gotten injured or gone missing and I went up to bat, and they threw a ball, and it hit me in the head, and I walked in the winning run. So as far as I was overlooked, but then I was triumphant by getting beamed in the skull. That was that was a heck of a year, I tell you. The isotopes took one for the team. Right. Go Topes. <laughs> yeah. Love the reference. Love the story. Minus one point for not mentioning Ken Griffey Jr. and the nerve tonic. Um, nine points. Or Mattingly and the haircut. <laughs> the, the sideburns. The I don't sideburns. need to shave those sideburns. <laughs> Too long. Uh. <laughs> and so if anybody needs to know the reference, it's Simpsons Season 7, Episode such 4. Yes, <laughs> such nerds. Jimmy. Um, I think it was... I'm going to go back to high school. It was a grade 11. And... In my high school, in the gymnasium, if you got athlete of the year, your name goes up on the wall, right? And I really wanted to get up on that wall, okay? And that year, I played everything. I was playing rugby, running track, played basketball, played absolutely everything. Bragging. And we, I was doing well, really well. Minus five. And let me finish. <laughs> so when the awards were coming up at the end of the season – Right. Everybody thought, oh, Jimmy's going to get it. And I'm so excited. Anyways, the, mm -hmm. the athletic director, he comes over and he's like, uh, hey, Jimmy, listen, you know, what we're going to do is he goes, you should be getting it this year. He goes, but we're going to give it to this guy, Jeff, whose nickname was Dink. OK, he goes, we're going to give it to Dink. And I was like, why are you giving it to Dink? He goes, because Dink's graduating. And he goes, and then next year he goes, you know, you're going to do the same and then we'll give it to you then. And I was like, yeah, but I deserve it. You know, And he goes, no. I'm going to give it to Dink. So they gave it to Dink. And then the next mm -hmm. year, I ended up going over to England. And I ended up playing football. 
So I never got my name on the wall because <laughs> fucking Dink got it instead of me. And Dink didn't deserve it. So arguably, the good. best athlete ever to come out of that school, arguably, or one of them, is not on the Hall of Fame. Jimmy, is that correct? No, he is. Dink. <laughs> Dink was on the wall. What's the school's name? Jimmy, what's You're on heights. You're in heights. What the fuck are you doing, though? You know, right? Celebrate Dink. Bring him back. Maybe, and also maybe, put Jimmy up there. Maybe yeah. they can give Jimmy Brennan like an honorary athlete of the year. Yeah. He can come in now at 46 have, years old and accept jacket. your athlete of the year award. I, I still have my athletic jacket downstairs. <laughs> oh. I still have your... Warriors on the back. It's got 11 on the sleeve. Jimmy. <laughs> Didn't Amazing. they take your name down off the wall of honor at uh, BMO? No, not yet. Anticipating that happening. <laughs> yeah. I liked it because yeah. you you could tell, I think we could feel the fact that you still feel hard done by I do. Yeah. And the worst thing is my 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 daughter, this this is what even hurt like last month. Okay. My daughter actually had a volleyball tournament at my old high school. And I had to go into that gym and look up and I see Dink's name up there. I was <laughs> still and it's, so mad. It hurt. And it hurt. Is it say, does it say Dink? I love it. No. This is like Jeff's big dink. It's like I want. He's only a little guy. He was a good athlete, but not as good as you, obviously. I was so mad. Point stubs. Yeah, no, strong. I think it's it's slightly pathetic because you still do care so much, but I think the emotion that you're showing outweighs that. So ten points. Ten points, but had the minus five in there too, right? That's true for the bragging. Yeah. Yeah, oh, it would have been so nice good. for your daughter. Oh, no, no, it wasn't bragging. I'm just telling the story. Like, like, <laughs> bragging. Uh. All right, Charms. Um, Jade fucking Humphreys. Mm-hmm. I look like Jade fucking Humphreys when I was 15 years old. Both uh, same height, brown hair, bit spotty, mm-hmm. and uh, trying out for the <laughs> cricket team. I was a good fucking cricketer. Oh, and, minus and five. <laughs> I had I had a great trial. I had like four wickets, hit like twenty five runs or fifteen balls. I was just bossing it. Jade fucking Humphreys was useless. He could <laughs> barely tie his laces without falling <laughs> without falling over. End of the, the session, Mr. Fucking Nelson, this northerner who probably hated southerners, the teacher said to me, Make sure you you give me your name, son, at the end, back in the room. And I'll make sure, you know, because the teams are being selected. Make sure you give me your name. Like, oh, yeah, for sure, for sure. I'm so excited. I'm going to make the cricket team. And they went to the room afterwards, his office. And he goes, yeah, don't, don't worry, Humphreys. I got it down there. I went, and I was so shy and so nervous, I didn't correct him. <gasps> so he put Jade Humphreys' name down for the team sheet. And, and it should have been me. And to this day, I live with it. And it <laughs> burdens me. I could have been great. Is that true? It's are you true story. with us? I'm not. It's a true story. I, I had little confidence and I didn't correct him knowing full well he put Jade Humphrey's name down there. I just feel Charles, bad for so you, man. Sad. I, know. I know. I was going through some shit between that and being picked for the other team by my dad at rugby. <laughs> it was challenging. <laughs> we were on the dark web. We were exchanging the Ralph Wiggum heartbreak. I gift. know. He had, <laughs> a, he had a like real his one. Body convulses as his heart's breaking. Like, that's what I'm feeling for you right now, oh, Sharp. It's horrible. And then, and then I'm, the next year, I'm torn from my friends and my social group and, and torn, put over here in Canada. With no one. Oh fuck off! And I'm still spotty. <laughs> <laughs> 
15 points. All right. Oh nice. Five for the bragging. That's true. Minus five. Oh, minus five. Okay. Fair no, no, because he the bragging. It wasn't bragging because he needed to build up the story to drop it down for that oh, that full drop. It. Yeah, Valid it wasn't point. like Jim, Jimmy bragging saying I was the best athlete. No, I did. You know, you were the best athlete. You're the best athlete out here. <laughs> you're the best dart player. You're the smartest. You you run the do more push ups. Mm-hmm. They didn't All right, let's move on. Think. We're going to move on. We're running out of time here. Let's, let's, Imagine. Let's speed this up. Yeah, Jimmy, Jimmy by the way, Jimmy is a great teller of stories, isn't he? he? Is. But they're often quite long stories. <laughs> Minus five. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Wonger. Yeah, mine's actually players only. So Dubs, Craiger, and and going to help the scoring system. So you've got, you're making a team. The first player, you get to choose two players. First player, is the best player player that you ever played with. The second player is the teammate that made you better, you had fun off the pitch with, or was a mentor that made you a better balanced person. So, Dubs, who was your first pick for best player? And then second player, who made you a better person slash better player overall? Well, uh, it's the obvious one. It's it's Sink. She could, Christine Sinclair could do things on, on the pitch that nobody else I played with with could do with with ease make things super complex um technically just look completely dumbed down and and simple and um effortless um so that's sync and then somebody who made me better on and off the pitch um was cara because i had great car lang i had great roommates in andrea neal in isabel morneau even karina leblanc when i was in college who was um like kk was a fucking trip like she was i i mean as a vegan i would come home to the apartment and she'd be like cooking something on a stove and leave it there it'd be like a beef stew and the wooden spoon would be like stood up in the stew because it would it had like reduced so much it was all thick and the place reeked but that was kk but you also got like the laughs and everything was a flip side of that but cara was great because she was my fellow vegan but even being nine years younger than me like we just, she was just somebody that we, I saw eye to eye with. We just, we just meshed really well together, laughed, um, like messed around. But then once we were on that pitch, it was, she was demanding of me. I was equally of, as demanding a, of her. I remember one time we were playing a small aside game and she fouled somebody and I was like, car, that was fucking clumsy. She's like, clumsy. It wasn't clumsy. What are you talking about? And I was like, no, come on. Like that was ridiculous. Like you went in there <laughs> limbs flailing. Cause Cara for as muscular as she was in her lower body, like great legs, like super strong legs, great ass, super strong. She had spaghetti arms. So we used to make fun of her for spaghetti arms. So they just got in the way when she's on this foul. So anyway, so ratcheted up the intensity, um, but super fun. So I would say Cara. Great answer. Great name dropping. Um, for Canadians. I'm going to give that a nine. Yep. She's like mid twenties when she There was not enough laughs. Usually. Pardon? No, sorry. I was sorry to interrupt that one. I just asking how old was Cara when she retired? Is obviously so it was young. early because of her knee or something. Yeah. Yeah. No. Was it late twenties, mid twenties? Uh yeah, I think late 20s. No, you know what? I think it was mid twenties. Yeah, like, I think yeah. she's like the Marco yeah. Van Basten of a of the women's game, right? Because she she would have smashed some records. I'm sure of it. Yep, she would have. And I mean, she, she came onto the national team when she was 15. So that was her still a decade with the team. Do you think she may have rivaled Sinky for the, the what an icon Sinky became and the number of goals she scored had she kept playing? Uh, no, I don't think she would have been as prolific, 
but I think mm-hmm. she would have carved out her, her own her own space and and you know the way that she could strike a ball from distance, the way that she could just barge her way around on on the pitch, it would have been a, a different way, but it would have been maybe somebody to to play alongside Sink, you know, yeah, somebody that she could that. lean on a little bit. Yeah, that would have been incredible to see. Ooh. See, I, I I think the opposite. I think I think Cara Lang would would have been unbelievable, just because I I like the way that she plays. She was quick, she was strong. I think she was more athletic than what Sinky was. Yep, but Sinky had that aspect, and I touched on it a bit where every everything was was easy, you know, and and she had pace at the beginning of her career, not so much in in recent times. But it just she flew under the radar, and you didn't realize how how quick she was in those first couple steps, how much pace she had. Like she's one of the fastest players that I ever played with. But you just mm-hmm. like physically, you didn't realize it because looking at her, sometimes you would underestimate her. Mm. But not when you played alongside her. Great answers, still a nine. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Craig, best awesome. player, and then player that made you more balanced or balanced you. Well, somebody with uh, also a pretty good ass, uh, Rio Ferdinand. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, he was the uh, – I would have to go with the defender because, I mean, I played with some great attacking players, amazing attacking players. But having somebody like that with that confidence, even so young as he was, and to have the confidence that he did wanting the ball, on the ball, defending, positioning, um, between him and Razor Ruddick, they were a great, uh, great partnership. As far as somebody making me better, I would say from a goalkeeping coach, it would have to be a goalkeeping coach, Les Seeley, who was also at West Ham, and just his way he dealt with the goalkeepers a was teammate. a teammate. You're losing points because it's a teammate. Well, he wasn't. He was actually still playing. He was still oh, I see. able to okay. play. So he was a. He was, I guess, technically a backup. Um, but yeah, just his attitude and how he worked with my mental state and how I concentrated and was able to focus during 90 minutes of a game was down to down to Les the late Les Seeley. Were you Les- were you ADHD uh in as a keeper too like you are on this podcast? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you were looking around at the spectators or the flags blowing yeah. a certain way and your yeah. there's garbage Les <laughs> screaming at me. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. I like that. And I'm sorry I interrupted. I didn't realize Les was a player coach still. Yeah, so I'll give still. that an eight. Not enough name dropping. I like Rio Ferdinand, though. Yes, yeah, Jimmy. Uh, I think the player that I played with um, who helped me out an awful lot was Des Walker. Played, oh. played alongside him for a few years. And he was amazing. He was Wicked in the dressing room, wicked in, on the pitch. Um, really was a mentor because we were a young, t- uh, young side as well. And he was, he played Where a huge role. Where was that, role. Jimmy? That was at Forest. Yep. Yeah. Played a massive role. Captain England. What's that? Yeah. Was you Dave Besson with you? Dave Besson, yeah. Mm. Dave Besson was another one that was, you know, a bit of a mentor as well. That older head. Um he was he was such a good guy. Helped everybody out. You know, we we had a couple older guys at the time that were that mm-hmm. were really really uh, you know shared their experience, especially to the younger guys. And one guy that I couldn't leave out would be probably uh, a guy I played at Bristol when I first started getting in the team. A guy called Brian Tinian. Um, he was oh, yeah. 
probably had the best left foot that I've ever played with. Um, so who but, would be the guy yeah. who would be starting? You're starting the team with left Des Walker, Desi, Desi, yeah. And who makes you balance? Who balanced you as a team? Uh, Tin Man did. Um, probably Bez as well. Bez was real. I was quite close with with Bez. Dave Besson. All right. These are um, great answers, by the way. So we got we got Rio Ferdinand, Christian Sinclair, and Des yeah. Walker. I mean, holy shit! Freaking like three of the greatest players mm-hmm. ever play the game. There's Walker again, a guy that that injury is kind of cutting short a little bit, but at the time he was a without doubt he was the best defender in England back in the uh, the late eighties, mm-hmm. yeah, for sure. Big Dave Bezin, he went through all the divisions with Wimbledon, all the way up. Crazy gang, right? Yeah, yeah. winning the FA Cup. You, I'll, you give that a, I'll give that a nine. Mm-hmm. It's a good one. Okay, all right. That's, all, that's our questions. Okay, okay. Well, well, um, we have uh, JC. Football, so here, guys. football is the only game that touches every corner of the globe. What is the most exotic place you've played, traveled to, and what's the one place your bucket list? <laughs> <laughs> You're a voiceover artist. <laughs> I don't, if I don't have a director, then it's really hard. <laughs> it's true. He's, he's Ron Burgundy. <laughs> so what's the cra- what's the coolest, craziest place you've been to, and what's the place you want to go to hmm. before you, you know? <laughs> Is this where, like, where, uh, we oh, played, where, where we played soccer? Like, where you've yeah. been, but where you played soccer? Yeah. Play yeah. yeah. Charms, you can go first, please. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I kicked a ball around with some street urchins in Laos. Lao, that was pretty cool. I love Lao. Honestly, beer was cheaper than water. Greatest place. It was incredible. Um, and where I want to go, it's, it's not too exotic, but Belize has amazing scuba diving. And I was actually planning a trip there by myself. Um, but then I met my wife 20 odd years ago and never ended up going there. But <laughs> she's been on my case ever since. You should still go there. And I said, I should by myself. In, interesting Dark. fact, Charms. I got certified as a certified diver in Belize. Did you really? How was it? Amazing. Amazing. Yeah, some of the best diving in the world, right? Yeah. The you best. were forced into it because your boat sank. <laughs> <laughs> I had no choice. <laughs> I had to go get it. We should go diving together, Jimmy. It'd be fun. Yeah, I love it. Normally, when I go on holidays, I, I dive. Me too. I'll give that a nine because of the beer. All right. Uh, Jimmy, 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 um, Jimmy. Best place, most exotic. I don't know, but exotic, but one place I really enjoyed playing was I, I went to, uh, to Hong Kong for the, uh, the, the Hong Kong sevens. It was like the, the masters and it was unbelievable. What a place that was Hong Kong. Incredible. The energy in that city was just mental. Um, so that's probably the one that I enjoyed the most. And then where I'd like to go play would probably be, uh, Madagascar. (laughs) Mauritius. I'd love to play there. Madagascar just, uh, uh, signed into law that, uh, child sex offenders will be castrated. Yep. Either chemically or, or, uh, mechanically. Wow. I like that. I like that law. It's Mm -hmm. a great law. 
Ooh. Uh, I give that a I'll give that a nine also. To Jamie. Ah, uh, and it's time for news. Okay. Let's, be, let's be quick here. Let's be quick okay. here. We are right. running quite late. Um, so yeah, I don't know about exotic either, but favorite place I went to was New Zealand. Uh, we're mm. in North Island only, so I'd like to go back and explore South um Island a little bit. But I think over that, I've never been to Anfield. I would love to go to mm. a Liverpool game. Well, I like Spurs, so you get an eight. Uh, <laughs> I'm fine. Dan Wong. Uh, like Charms, I kicked a soccer ball around in Eos in Greece, and it was one of the islands, and we I was traveling around and having a blast, and uh, that was great. Where I would like to go is I'd love to do South America somewhere and do probably Brazil and go to Rio or because that would just be so cool to see full football culture where it's played on every street corner, played at the beach, you know, I'd love to play in some over sixties beach soccer. Be a blast. Yeah. That sounds, there wasn't a lot of funniness in there. So no, I'll give that a, a So one time when I was, <laughs> I, I had my girlfriend grab me a salad <laughs> and it was a big salad. Yeah. <laughs> And then you didn't pay for she it. Took credit for it. <laughs> yeah. She took credit for it. That Crag Forest. I would say, as an organized with the national team, Bermuda was a an amazing place to play. Um, we didn't get to play a lot of, against a lot of the smaller island teams very often. In fact, Bermuda was it. But we're down most exotic, I think, and enjoyable. I ever had was playing in Swaziland. We had a little pickup. We're down there for a charity, and there was a field full of glass. And out there playing with a bunch of locals, having the best time of our lives. These guys were all barefooted, didn't care about the glass. I was trying to pick it up, get it out of the way. They're like, oh, don't worry about that. It's all over the place. <laughs> and just playing with these kids, sticks at each corner, small little nets. We played for like two or three hours. It was one of the best experiences in football I ever had. That's an awesome. Oh, that's, a, that's very yeah. good. Oh, it's good. And where do you want to you go, Greg? That's a good one. Where do I want to go and play? Where would I want? Yeah. Hmm. hmm. Losing points. <laughs> very quickly right now. Yeah. Maybe Uruguay. Never played there. Oh, cool. Okay. Oh. Great first part of the answer was an 11. <laughs> Second part, eh, so it's a 10. You get a 10. <laughs> Come on. All right, there we have it. it. All well, right. I got so, a, so Hold on. I got mine. I got mine. Not to toot horns, whatever. I played uh, headers and volleys in Sarnia, Ontario, after helping Chris Coppins move, and he bought some hot and readies. It was a great game. Uh, and then a place I'd love to go is to uh, Montserrat to see that picturesque uh, feet, like pitch overlooking the the ocean. I give myself yeah. uh, twenty. Twenty points. <laughs> okay, that's an important twenty points too. Actually, yeah, I have. I, mean, to, I didn't answer my own question. No, so you I didn't. didn't get... I know. I know. We Do don't... you want to? No, it's okay. We really haven't got time. I mean, no, since we only asked the pros his question, um, it kind of screws up the entire scoring system. Oh, anyway, sorry. I know you got to divide um, by and six. You made, one and you one. made up your sad cricket story, so it all evens yeah. out. Oh, that's you true. win just on that. 
I mean, for that reason alone, he does lose 26 points. So Wonga is in last place on zero. Awesome. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, next, worst, next worst is me on 24 points because um, I was screwed over with that one question. Um, third worst or fourth best is Dubs because she didn't get to answer her question. Mm-hmm. So, again, it's way off. Jimmy, 33 points. You get the bronze medal. Silver, because there's this 20-point answer at the end, is JC. Yeah. But today's champion of the flaccid four, there is no one more flaccid than Craig Forrest. <laughs> hey, Craig, Yay. congratulations. Yay. Yay, Forrest. Nothing Thanks. a prescription can't help. <laughs> All right, let's move on to some footy picks, shall we? Cue it, JC. All righty, footy picks, courtesy TonyBet.ca. All right, so we have the bet in. Someone amongst us picked Newcastle to beat Bournemouth. Who was that? That was me. All right, that was Craig Forrest. We have. Um, oh, I hit the wrong button apparently here. Luton, Manchester United. United. That was, that was me. Yep. Nice um, I actually got, I, by accident hit the under. So under three goals in that game. Oh, That's my okay. fault. I'll lose 10 points next week's uh, flaccid four. All right. So under yeah, three goal, goals in that goals. game. Spurs, Wolves. Uh, we have Spurs winning. I think that might be a JC. Use the emojis. To, uh, I don't know, man. Band. JC's not been doing well lately with his Chesterfield Spurs Wolves. That's a tight one, too. It is a mm. tight one, actually. Yeah, Spurs at home, though. Oh, okay. uh, Jimmy has uh, Monterey. I think it's Monterey, right, Jimmy? Over yep. Deportivo Cholucha or Toluca? Toluca. Toluca? What can yeah. you tell us about Monterey? What, uh, what do you want to know? Anything, Jimmy. You tell me. You know, what, what kind of formation do they use? They play with a 4 3 3. Okay, good to know. Now one of, knows. one of the best football insides in the Mexican league right now. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, Dubs has taken PSG to beat Guignamp in the women's French. Is it League or Cup? It was League, right? League, yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. League. And I have Inter Milan to beat mm-hmm. Santana in the Syria. So $5 pays fifty six thirty five. I really hope that Luton United is under three goals. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, I could feel very, very bad. As for our supporters club, uh, they have put their wager in. And let me just pull it up here. They have... Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? That's not it. <laughs> oh, here it is. All right. They have picked... Uh, Sharon's in love with Tony. That's not it. Yes, it is. <laughs> You're like a Ken doll. It was a swirl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, 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 the reverse swirl the reverse <laughs> yeah, swirl <that's> yeah. right. <laughs> um, okay so they have here it is here it is all right they have picked um uh and jesus christ they're doing this just to piss me off to maybe try and pronounce it uh, from the greek league uh antalya spore to beat istanbul spore mm-hmm. they have got a spot rodan to beat excelsior rodan and volos nps to beat giannina Mm, Giannina. Yep, love Excited. Giannina. Yes. Uh, that pays uh, potentially uh, $28 in a $5 bet, mm. courtesy TonyBet.ca. They did actually have a little uh, 
um what do you call it comment to go with it my phone's doing weird things here we go they said a uh, new strategy the most obscure unknown clubs we could find and one that permits me to yell this is sparta when we win hmm. scientific picks from me and the boys this week to say the very least says as carrie i'm assuming just as fully prime supporters when it comes up here right so there we have it all right that's our tonybet.ca wages um the premier league games you mentioned of course you can find on Fubo TV. Fubo TV. Subscribe. FuboTV.com slash Footy Prime. We should very quickly mention breaking news as we report. Uh, Junior Hoyler has joined Aberdeen. Mm. His old going out, joining his old coach. At Reading? No, at, at Aberdeen. Aberdeen. No, no, oh, I his... know. But it's always his, the coach, the old coach. Is that from when he was his time at Reading Forest? Um... I think Cardiff, I want to say. Hmm. Who is it? Who's in Aberdeen? Warnock. Oh, is Neil Warnock at Aberdeen? What is Aberdeen? I know he moved to Scotland. Is it Aberdeen? I have to figure that out. I thought he was. I thought that was a. They were back at it. I love Neil Warnock, one of my favorite characters in the game. He's 76. I know. He's so great. He thought he'd hung him up, but he just couldn't stay away. By the way, we should. Listen, we have time. A little bit of time left here. We don't really, but we, we've got to squeeze in some looky likey stuff. We, no we do. Yeah. Yeah. We have some looky likeies, don't we, JC? Right. Uh oh. And we'll Warnick add the, uh, we'll is add the looky likeies uh, intro there. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I felt bad because this is a long time coming with, with Roy Hodgson looking like Mr. Burns, and then he'd fallen ill. So I said to JC, I said, do we still do it? And then JC said that it was it was good because Mr. Burns, what, JC lives to 104? He's, he's 104, 104 years, years old. old, and so Roy Hodgson will far outlive that. Yes, and, and the news today was positive with Roy, um, doing much better. Um, although I saw a report saying that, that Palace is still planning its succession plan. Which sounds a little bit big time Charlie-ish, doesn't it? You know, it does. But for Roy, I mean, uh, obviously, we hope he, he does. He gets recovers. Um, maybe it's time to step aside, though. The pressures of, of Premier League football is tough, but that's a pretty good one, though. Especially the angle you got of Roy's head. I work uh, on that. Good job. Yeah, we're going to put and these on the website as well. Next we've week. also got a special bonus edition of Looky Likey. It's <laughs> bonus Looky Likey. Because this episode is not long enough. <laughs> Tom York and Amy Walsh. That's that's not Amy Walsh. Walsh. That's that's Carol Brady from. Uh, she was the mother in the Brady Bunch, and she had she had three daughters. And uh, Alice actually was one of her daughters too, so she had a full-grown maid come out of her too. So that's who we got here. Well, it's amazing that Mrs. Brady has got the exact same hair as Tom York. <laughs> oh my god! Okay, it's on the dark on. web, we did say I did ask, "What were you thinking? What were you thinking with that haircut?" I have to say that it was cooler outside of a collared uniform. Like it looked better with. No, it wasn't. Clothes. It wasn't. It was. I wasn't, I wasn't afraid to try shit. I grew my hair. I cut my hair. I dyed it. I did a bunch of shit. And no no regrets. But seeing I, I see four you. of my old photos on Twitter that Ron oh pulled up, it's like, you're so adorable. I'm like, no, it's not. <laughs> it's not adorable. You remember um, that show Three's Company? 
There was yeah. uh, there was Suzanne Summers. There was uh, Jack Tripper yeah. or John John Ritter. John Ritter. And then there was Joyce <laughs> DeWitt. You had the Joyce DeWitt haircut. Oh yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So it's I, I must quite. Say, though, uh, or another one. Oh no, that's <laughs> no, I, I must say though that um, for those that aren't following us on Twitter or X, that was a great thread with the Lucky Luckies uh, yesterday. I think it was. It was. It was amazing the the creativity that our our listeners have actually. Yes, and the strong and it was opinions. Actually, yeah, it was actually GP because I showed them the pictures that. Uh, Rhonda had pulled up like four of my old profile pics with Canada soccer with various tragic hairstyles. And GP was like, oh, the one where you look like Tom York is my favorite. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> but it's true. I've been trying to think of a, a, a joke, a line with the, the line green plastic watering cans in there, but I just can't, I can't think of how it would work. Is that a radio headline? Yeah, from the Benz. Mm. the greatest albums of all time i i, I was just thinking that it was her husband who liked her looking like tom york and i'm just thinking there's some, something sarcastic. going on he's being sarcastic no i think longer. jp's got some latency going on there and what's tom Could york he's you know? a creep okay computer it's time to shut down oh, before boy. we run out of space here that's better wasn't it that's much better yeah all right it's been footy prime um we're back on on monday to regale the weekend that was we hope you enjoyed that uh, like i said big week coming up next week for footy prime lots of mls content on specific podcasts uh, so stay tuned you can find that of course in our usual podcast feeds and uh like i mentioned the podcasts will be also on our website as well which we'll unveil at some point do an unboxing video of the website or something can really preview with my fingers like i'm doing now anyway it's footy prime thank you everyone cheers for listening bye this episode of Footy Prime has been brought to you by Fubo TV and by Tony Bat. Make sure to subscribe to Footy Prime wherever you get your podcasts and follow us on Twitter at Footy underscore Prime and on Instagram at Footy Prime IG. Awesome. <laughs> nice. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.